Podcasting from Baldwin, New York. Welcome to the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast, bringing you everything Baldwin athletics, including news, game breakdowns, analysis, interviews, and much, much more. Prepare for the laughs, hot takes, hard questions, and everything in between. Now, here are your hosts, ready to dive into everything Bruins sports, Ava Ryer and Aaron Bell. Welcome back to the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Today we are with two very special guests, part of the badminton team, or as Baldwin likes to call it, the good badminton team. Here we have our captains, Jacqueline Janice and Alexis Mason. We're so happy that you guys are here for us today. And let's get right into the interview. So first question, what got you guys into the sport badminton? Um, so personally for me, this is Jacqueline speaking, personally for me in middle school when we started the badminton unit, I really like found my passion there. I wasn't really an athletic kid, but that gave me my dose of sports. And so I started there. And then of course my freshman year, I went to try out and then COVID happened. And so I just kept pursuing it. So I had played field hockey in the fall and that was like a good, good sport experience. And I didn't really like lacrosse, which I previously played. And a lot of people from field hockey play lacrosse, but I didn't want to play that. So I looked and I saw that the another sport was badminton and I was like, oh, I'll try that out. And you stuck with it? Yeah, I stuck with it. What's the most difficult part about playing badminton? I think, if, especially if you're working in doubles, the most difficult part is working with that other person and learning to trust that they're going to be there for you when you're not able to get the birdie. A lot of people can like struggle with that, especially as a first timer. But over time, you learn to trust the other person and you gain more experience through it. Yeah, I would definitely say it's about trusting your teammates, especially if you're playing doubles, because it's two people on a somewhat small court. But I think as like a personal player um, playing singles, trying to figure out like what my weaknesses is and how I can expand and grow and do better with the things that I struggle on, I personally have issues with that. And so just piggybacking off of the whole like chemistry with like doubles like trusting your teammates you know um explain how like the importance of having good chemistry with that teammate or good communication is when playing a match so as somebody who's only played doubles i would say the chemistry is like vital like you don't really have a good solid team unless you have the chemistry because during the game if you're down by a few points and it's a really close game you know the anxieties are high and if you have like a friendship with your partner, then you know, you're able to like look at each other, give a look, take a deep breath, and remind each other like it's gonna be okay. And you know, if you have that trust, you're able to tell them like you kinda need to work on this without it coming off as like an attack. Right. You know? So is there a reason that you've only played doubles and not singles? Um, personally I just like being a doubles player. So Plus, it's a choice? Yeah, it's a okay. choice. Yeah, I actually have a similar thing with Jacqueline. I like playing doubles. Not that I can't do singles, but I don't really want to do singles. I like playing with that other person and creating that kind of friendship and bond with them. Do you guys have like set partners for every match or does it switch up? Uh, we have set partners for every match. So who are your partners? Um, this year, 
My partner in the beginning was this girl named Leah. She is a sophomore. And then I switched to a girl named Michelle, who is also a sophomore. My partner was Dilpreet for the, for the whole season. Cool. Is there anybody that you look up to as a badminton player? Oh, good mitten player, sorry. <laughs> well, last year we had a really good player named Ruby. And so I looked up to Ruby a lot. But when I first started, there was a girl named Rianne that played. She played second doubles. And she was really good. And so I got a lot of my tips from her. We do a lot of things called like short drops. I learned how to short drop from her. And then when she graduated, Ruby had helped me learn with smashes and, you know, really getting that inner strength. I would say I definitely looked up to Ruby from like my freshman year because she was the one who really introduced me to Batman. I mean, like, I found it on my own, but when I figured out that she also played, I, it was way better because she was telling me her stories on how she worked so hard to get onto the team and how she'd kind of just be there and help me with, go through that process. And even when I was like down, she was still there to encourage me and she helped encourage the whole team, even when they were down. So, you know, probably most of our viewers are not really very familiar with Goodbidden. So, you know, um, I'm sure a couple of them are curious or I'm curious as to if there's anything like rules wise, just the game in general that a lot of people don't know about or don't realize about the sport. You know, like are there any like, rules that some people like don't really know about the game that kind of like change it a lot okay so like overall I feel like it's similar to tennis except you don't go up to that many points like you just for points wise it's just one two three four you just go up by ones to what is it it's like 21 I feel like that's something that I guess can get overlooked or something else that also gets overlooked is the lines the lines are similar to tennis, but a lot of people, when they're just getting into Goodman, they don't really realize how much the lines can help them because I've gotten points off of just following the lines in general because some people don't know them. Or like the serving line, that people will serve and it won't go past the serving line, so it's not, if you don't hit it, then it's your point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would definitely say lines are one of the things that people just ignore. You know, the double lines are different than the single lines, and especially traveling to other schools, some lines you cannot see on their floor. And so it's really important to know the lines, because if it hits the line, it's your point. It's in, you know? And if it's out of the line, then it's out. And so people, they just ignore the lines sometimes, you know? So are there sometimes it's just to be like the like honor system? Yeah, a lot of the time so with good men. We have to do the honor system a lot. And I think that's like one of the good parts about the team is that because the game is so, it may seem easy, but when you really get into like the thick of it, it really is not that easy. And so I think the things we learn from like, you know, the lines and the honor system and trusting your partner, we always end up just like good people out of it. It's so much yeah. more than just a game because if you're honest in the game, then you're honest out of the good game. Sportsmanship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are your favorite drills to get ready for a match? Okay, my favorite drill is this thing called like Queen of the Court. So our coach oh. will stand on the other side and the entire team is on the other side. And it's like you're trying to get a point 
because the coach will he'll serve it and then you're trying to like smash it away from him or drop it so that he so that you get the point and then you'll go on the other side the queen side yeah yeah you play that in volleyball also and he's so good he's yeah really good. i've so seen him play it's a lot of fun playing with the entire team because you really have to make sure you call it out because some people don't realize the birdie's coming for them and they just miss it off of that and i, I just found that it's a lot of fun i remember one of my favorite drills and we do it every year, is we'll blow up a bunch of balloons and just to practice our like smashing and hitting hard, we have to hit the balloons. And you know, at first it's scary because it's the loudest pop you'll hear. And the aim is that you're supposed to pop the balloon with the racket. Man, it's hard, it really is. Cause you don't realize how much strength you lack when you're trying to pop a balloon with a, net, a netted racket. Yeah, that sounds pretty hard, not going <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm scary. <laughs> it's really hard. So, do you guys think that you'd continue playing good minute in college or in the future? Um, honestly... Is that on the radar? I would... See, a lot of colleges, it's... It's like a win-lose situation, because a lot of colleges don't have mm -hmm. good minute or badminton teams. And so, we can't really go on to say professionally. But I know there's a lot of, like, club badmintons and you can like go to a court and play badminton yeah. and a lot of the time you can play outside if it's a relatively a not windy day so and the birdie doesn't into go it? I would definitely look into it I mean I personally have my own net so I know I would be playing on my own but who knows yeah I agree with Jacqueline like colleges it can be a little iffy when you're trying to find a team to play on but I feel like personally for me, I would want to play the game because it's just fun. I mean, I wouldn't want to play like professionally or anything, but I just want to play like on a club for fun. Yeah, and it's fun playing with like your family who doesn't know how to play. Yeah. <laughs> because then you, yes. at first you pretend that you don't know what you're doing, and then you yeah. do. <laughs> and then you smash on like your older uncles. You're like, whoa! <laughs> Uh, it's so funny. I, I do the same thing with soccer with my little cousins. It's hilarious. It's so fun. Yeah. It's a lot. Okay. <laughs> so fun. On to the next question. What's your most memorable good mitten match you ever played and why? Ooh, I'm taking over here. Okay. <laughs> First year, I didn't even play it. I was watching it. So this is kind of like I'm ignoring your question a little bit. But <laughs> I watched it happen. It was second doubles. It was Rianne and one of our team players, Vaughn, and we were at Great Neck North. And usually, you know, that's a really long drive. And so we would all wear Crocs and just bring our sneakers in a bag. Well, somebody, Vaughn, forgot to put on their sneakers. And so halfway through the match, they went to die for a birdie and the birdie went and they slipped on the Croc and it made a big like squeak sound and Vaughn hit the ground, and they won with the Crocs on. And so I, you know, if I'm in a game and I'm like, I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna win, Vaughn with Crocs. Vaughn with Crocs. And Vaughn can do it with Crocs. With purple Crocs on, I can do anything. I didn't really have a fun experience. At the matches, at least. I remember the most fun experience is always our last games when Coach gets his pizza. Yeah. Or actually, recently we just had a really fun match. So there's this guy, like a kind of coach, Muhammad, and yeah, we like okay. assistant. <laughs> He's like our assistant coach, 
So we go to this other school, and there's like another like Muhammad there, and it, <laughs> it was so hilarious. We were all like, oh my gosh, it's your double Muhammad. <laughs> and then they start playing a match, and they're both super good. And we're just watching them beat on each other, and it was it was hilarious. Did Muhammad win or the other guy? Nope. No, Muhammad, oh, Muhammad lost. He lost big time. <laughs> but it was hilarious. Yeah. He's like, oh, you know, he's a sophomore in college. That's why he's so good. And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. We were all recording. Like, both teams were staying on the sideline recording the match and cheering. Wow. Yeah. It was a bonding moment. Wow. <laughs> okay, so on to, like, other matches, you know, like sometimes there's gonna be tough matches. You'll get down on yourself. How do you guys keep yourself motivated and in the game? I feel like you keep yourself motivated knowing that you can always get better, and that, like, especially in our season, we play our teams twice. So if you lose the first time, you always have the second time to come right. back and try again. And I feel like that motto is, it's kind of um, said throughout the tryout season because we do a tournament style. So you may lose your first match on one day but that doesn't mean that you're not on the team you just have to come back the next day and you win and you work to improve yourself to get on the team so I feel like that's kind of it helps yeah I know I get very like in my head during the games and if I know like I'm doing bad like personal error or like I'm not doing that good of shots I like stop I usually turn around take a deep breath and then turn back around and I'll like plan in my head, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. And then I'll execute it. And then I'll be like, okay, like as soon as I realize what I'm doing wrong and what I can improve on and make like a game pl plan in my head, then usually I'll get myself back into like, okay, we got this. All right, since you guys both played in tournaments, like could you explain what the spirit the experiences are like it's okay so when you're going into it you're really nervous but like once you get going the nerves can kind of wear off a bit like you get you get like the energy and you're just boom 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 as you're going through <laughs> 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 I mean like unless you're losing but I mean you ju you're just trying your hardest to do whatever you can and even if you are losing it's like you're constantly working on improving so i mean it's very nerve-wracking though but you get a lot of experience and practice and at the same time yeah. yeah yeah absolutely i feel like with the away games the bus is fun on the way home whether you win or lose always we always bond on the way back because there's always snacks um but on the way there it's very like we're always thinking about what we're doing how we think the team's gonna be it's fun looking at the schools all the different schools, right. walking in and being like, whoa, and seeing like their big gyms. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, we always get lost. But the home games are definitely more, for me personally, home, like home games are harder on me mm -hmm. in the head because we're sitting there. It could be, they could be an hour out and we'll sit there for an hour just practicing and practicing and practicing. And so then you get exhausted and then they walk in. And you're like and then you sweating, actually play, and then yeah. you have to actually play, and so win-win, lose-lose, <laughs> it depends, you know. So you know, like when you're playing at tournaments and stuff, do you guys have like any specific like strategies that you use against the opposing team to get points and stuff? Um, usually for the first round or rallying, we can do this thing 
where we rally beforehand, where we kind of like play. Um, you don't keep score for a little bit just to get both teams warmed up per se. We try to find their weaknesses in the beginning. They're bad at hitting stuff that's really far back. We'll only hit far back. Mm -hmm. And with doubles, since there's two people, it's sad, but you try to find the weaker player. Yeah. And Uh, you try to target the weaker player. Um, So that's kind of like our strategies. And after each match, we can go and talk to coach. And usually we'll talk to whoever's scoring our match and be like, what did you see? What can I do? You know? Um, So... You know, after playing a good minute in PE, I picked up a thing or two. Because I used to play beach volleyball, and, you know, that like that sort of game also requires a lot of, like, knowing, mm-hmm. like, what's around. And, like, you have to – it's all about placement because there's also only two people on the court. So you have to put them – you have to always make them move around. So I kind of – I always just applied that to when I was playing in gym. Mm-hmm. So, like, okay, I'm going to bring it short. The second I start running forward, I'm going to send it super deep. They start running deep and put it back short again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of – we get a lot of tennis and volleyball players over because yeah. of the strong arms, you know. Mm-hmm. You couldn't tell, but I was flexing. <laughs> Even though I play lacrosse, I'm still... It's the arms! The bat- oh, the arms, you know. Gotta have the arms, but, you know, people think I'm always going to smash it and just hit it with a good old yeah, drop shot. Yeah, yeah. The drop. Oh my gosh, that always works. It's, they go scrambling. It's so yeah, fun. It's so fun. You just go... <laughs> yeah, you can do a fake out, too, where you yeah. and you're going to hit it hard, and then you're just... Yeah. Ding. Mm-hmm. It just falls. <laughs> Okay, you want to start it off? Yep. All right, let's go. Well, it is time for the unbearable questions, since we are the Bruins. Pun was intended. All right, first question oh. of the unbearable. <laughs> I just got it. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I don't want to give up. I'm keeping this in. <laughs> okay, first question. So, in your own dream sports fantasy, what will be your walkout song? Going on to the badminton court. So they're like introducing Jacqueline Janice, and then a song plays. What song is it? I feel like I'd want Final Countdown. Okay. Okay, okay. I mean. Don't say Taylor Swift. <laughs> I wasn't gonna say Taylor Swift. I was thinking. Mr. Wan, our coach, always plays Baby Shark when they walk in. Oh, yes. And so all that's in my head is Baby Shark. I don't want Baby Shark. But I think I have to have Baby Shark. I think I have to. For Mr. Wynn. I have to honor (laughs) him. The the other school walks in, boom, Baby Shark on. I have to apologize every time. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Okay. Baby Shark. Next one. So every athlete has one. Do you guys have a pre-game meal or snack? Like pasta parties, I guess. Um, Yeah, we try to hold pasta parties. This year, we didn't hold as many as we wanted to. Um, but usually we try to hold like a pasta party the night before or the weekend before a game just to get that like sodium, the carbs, get all ready. (laughs) And plus it's a good bonding experience. Yeah. Um, but that's really like our only ritual food wise. We also do like a little scream if you want to talk about that Alexis or a little ruin scream. Yeah. So this year we had Dakota scream it. But usually we gather in a circle and we talk about like, oh, like good luck and stuff and stuff that people can improve on. And then Dakota does her little 
Bruins on three. Bruins on three. Bruins on three. And we all scream. And we try to scream super duper loud. Yeah, freak out the other school. <laughs> yeah, we do that every single time before lacrosse quarter, so the same thing. But last question, who is your favorite athlete and why? It can be any athlete from any sport. Uh, Kobe Bryant. LeBron see, the thing James. is, I know no athletes. <laughs> I don't know any either. Oh my god. The, LeBron James. No! Oh my god. Michael Jordan. It's the fact we play Michael sports Phelps. every week. I don't know anybody. Exactly. I don't is there like attention? a professional badminton player that you like? No. And no. I'm just nobody. Them. It could be Mr. Wood. Mr. Wood. Is there oh, a sports yeah. team you guys like? No. <laughs> Mr. No. Wood. I think they. We're not. Play. What's your favorite sport to watch? That's also a great question. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a great question. Have question. You're gonna have to give me a few days. Not even basketball. You can watch cards. Well, I mean, I like some kind of race, but it's a. Drag queen race. <laughs> so that's not the right race. It's a sport, okay? Talent. You need talent, okay? Uniqueness, <laughs> nerve, and talent. Okay. I'm not gonna question. So, <laughs> Please don't question so it. So who would be your favorite like drag queen if you're talking drag now? <laughs> That's a great question. Also, there's so many of them. I mean, I mean, there's RuPaul. Yeah, there's RuPaul. I like Trixie Mattel. Oh, I like her too. He's cultured. Yes. She's pretty good. So, Alexis, you don't watch any sports? Nothing. I don't watch any sports. Miss Miss uh, Field Hockey. Right. I play field hockey. I don't watch field hockey. Yeah. This is different. There's a different Jacqueline. <laughs> okay. I'm trying to think of like all the football names that my nephew says to me. Yes! <laughs> Mr. Wynn's your favorite? Yeah, Mr. Wynn's my favorite. I also really like this girl named Ava Ryer. She's pretty good. Stop. <laughs> For those that don't know, Ava is currently on air with me. What? <laughs> They're sitting in a chair. <laughs> They're not flying. Oh my god. It's podcast term, so. Oh, uh, I mean, I do, I do like Ava. She's a pretty good athlete. Yeah, I guess I like her too. <laughs> She's done a lot. She's done taekwondo, <laughs> softball, volleyball. Oh my god. Lots of sports. She's really like, good athlete. really put on the spot here. Yeah. It happens before. <laughs> but with that being said, that is it for the unbearable questions and for the interview. Thank you, Jacqueline and Alexis, so much for being here. And this is it for season four of the Baldwin Bruin Sports Podcast, at least for me. Aaron is going to be back with two new hosts. We have Blaine and Sydney. And Sydney. So they're going to be our new hosts next year. I'll be listening all the way from Louisiana State University. LSU, go Tigers. Woo, go Tigers. Um, and yeah, it's been a great opportunity being on this podcast. And I've met so many people and I've learned so much about so many other sports. Um, and yeah, and I know Aaron is going to I'm going to miss you. He's, I'm going to miss you too, buddy. He's going to carry on a great legacy. And we're going to keep this podcast going strong. And it's going to be great next year. And I'll be sure to listen all the time. But yeah, you know, make sure to listen to all of our other episodes on Spotify, follow our Instagram, and listen to us on all of our other streaming platforms. And this is goodbye. And then Aaron will see you guys 
next time. <laughs> this is Ava. And this is Aaron. Signing off. And lastly, Joey, I'm gonna miss you. You was my favorite epic editor. We love my you, only, Joey. My only editor. You know, I love you. I love you, man. And Paul, get it right for next year. Thank you for listening in on this edition of the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Be sure to follow us on all streaming platforms. Check us out on Instagram at Bruins Podcast. Join us next time for more news, analysis, interviews, and everything Baldwin Sports.